This is the 2 to 3 p.m. Certified Horsemanship Hour of the 2016 Horse Radio Network Holiday Radiothon by Weatherbeta with voicemails sponsored by Equestrian Collections. To hear all 12 hours of the Radiothon, visit horseradionetwork.com and click on the Radiothon banner on the right side of the page. If you are listening on iTunes or on a podcast catcher, then you will find it under the Horse Radio Network All Shows feed or the Stable Scoop Radio Show feed. If you are listening on the Horse Radio Network phone, app, you will find it, all 12 hours of it, under the Stable Scoop radio show. To see who won the prizes and to check out the sponsors, visit HolidayRadiothon.com. Thank you all for listening and enjoy. Christmas, looking through your pony's ears, ride through snow and ten below until the weather clears. Podcasts of HRN playing as you ride, laugh so hard you find yourself falling off the side. Merry Christmas to the horse world. May your horse be safe and sound. Give a candy cane to all the pretty ponies around. Merry Christmas, Horse Radio Network, from Linda in Salt Lake City, Utah. My fantasy ride would be on Little Blackie from True Grit. Ho, ho, ho. Hard to be a Jew on Christmas I'm the only one that's here on HRN And Jamie Jen would have just one thing to ask of me But I couldn't come up with a stupid song that should have pleased And I'm desperately pleading, please Leslie, don't fire me Cause I'm a Jew, a horsey Jew on Christmas. Now Hanukkah is nice, but why is it that it comes without those sweet candy canes? And instead of eating them, my horse is chewing on my sleeve. And without the fuzzy sucking, my stall front looks quite empty. And can somebody please tell me where to make yarmulkes for horses? I'm a Jew, a horsey Jew. I'd be merry, but I'm Hebrew on Christmas. Welcome to Hour 6, the Certified Horsemanship Association Hour of the Horse Radio Network 12-Hour Live Holiday Radiothon by Weatherbeater. With additional support provided by Equestrian Collections, Benefab, Cavallo Boots, and Trafalgar Square. 
I am Glenn the Geek. With me in the CEO in Ocala, Florida, is the host of the Driving Radio Show, Dr. Wendy Ying. And we are your MCs for the entire 12 hours. So, if you're still with us, we are joined this hour by the host of the Certified Horsemanship Association episode of Horses in the Morning, Christy Lanware. Welcome, well, uh, Christy. But Christy's not here. <laughs> oh. She's having technical issues at this moment, so we're trying to get Christy back on at this very at we're this just time. Proving, we're just proving we're live. Yes, that's right. We are live, and of course, we can tell them about prizes and all that other stuff happening this hour. We have, a oh, we have great prizes. We do. We do. We have uh, all kinds of prizes left in the day. It ain't over yet. What hour are we in now? This is hour six. six. We're almost halfway there, Wendy. We're making it. We can make it. We can do it. We'll get there. <laughs> we'll get there before the day is done. Think, we'll be all 12. I think we're going to get a second win this hour. You know, it's I can f- feel it. It is flying by. We The I time know. is just uh, flying by. It's Pretty going soon we'll crazy. be with the, those eventers and we'll never want it to end. Yeah, that's right. And Biz, by the way, Biz Stam sang the the uh, Jewish song for us. Uh, we She hadn't sent one in this year. She did one last year and she hadn't sent one this year. And then uh, at the last minute we made her do one and that was the result. And I tell you, it was very good, Biz. Well done. It was great. Well done. All of our entries have been uh, terrific. Well, uh, we are giving away a couple of prizes this hour, too. If you want to call and get registered for the prizes, it's not too late, because not only that, we have some we, we have something we haven't talked about yet today, and we should talk about that, and that is the grand prize at the end of the day. Ooh. We are giving away four Weatherbeta items, a Weatherbeta Freestyle Blanket, one of the new Comfortex, a Weatherbeta Fleece Standard Neck Cooler, a Weatherbeta Elite All-Purpose Love. Pad, a Weatherbeta Exercise Boots, a pair of those, and then Noble Outfitters. Hi, Glenn. It's a men's or women's pack of their canvas jacket, their all-around square boots. There's their cowboy boot version. The way fork, a viper knife, a five o'clock hoof pick, six pairs of boot socks. And then, in addition to that, Redmond Equine is giving away a Redmond Rock on a Rope, 16 of them, a year's supply of Redmond Rocks on a Rope. And our horses all love them. Wendy was just saying she ran out. A six-month supply of daily gold, six daily gold syringes, and a Redmond Equine hat and T-shirt. That's a total of fifteen hundred dollars in prizes. Oh my God. That's going to go to one grand prize winner later in the day. Uh, How are uh, they going to take home all that loot? I know, <laughs> Christy. Do we have you here? Hi there. I am here. Um, now we're not hearing Christy. Uh, let's try that again. Christy, are you here? I am here. Ah, Hi, everybody. Thank you so much, Christy. It's good to talk to you. Uh, we uh, that was you all as well. I would like to say that's our first technical issue today, but it's our second, so no, <laughs> no problem. We're doing pretty good considering. So, Christy, that is good. you know what? That's all right. That means I just get the silver star instead of the gold star. That's all right. That's fine. And you know what? We got you here. That's what I was worried about because uh, Wendy and I, you know, we don't want to talk the entire 12 hours. We, we need help. So, no. Christy, of course, right. hosts the CHA, the Certified Horsemanship Association episode every morning on, hor- or every morning, <laughs> once a month on Horses in the Morning. You don't wish it was every morning, I'm sure. Uh, and we're going to tell everybody what the prizes are for your hour. Go ahead, Wendy. Our prizes this hour, we are giving away a pair of Cavallo Trek hoof boots worth $170. Glenn and Jennifer use these boots all the time on Scooter and Nigel and are some of the most comfortable and longest lasting boots on the market today. Plus, thanks to Trafalgar Square, we have a copy of the book, The Riding Horse Repair Manual. Not the horse you want? Create him from what you have by Doug Payne, who will be on the final hour of the Radiothon. 
Very good. A lot of terrific prizes today, and we appreciate Cavallo. They just sent us, Christy, it's so cute. They they just came out with their mini version of the Cavallo boots, uh, and they are the cutest things ever. They're literally half the size of my palm. They're, I want to make them into little Christmas ornaments. Yeah, well, there you could. You could hang them from the tree. I know. <laughs> so, Christy, tell us about your fantasy ride. Oh, you know what? I've got two. Can I have a fictional one and a real one, please? Jay, it's your hour. You can do whatever you want. (laughs) Okay, I love that. All right. So my real one is purebred Arabian Cassie Olay, who played the Black Stallion, Chaton. I want to ride on the beach and on a racetrack. And I get to do both with that horse. And you're going to put your arms out at the end, like ride with the wind? Absolutely. Without a doubt. <laughs> well, okay. What was the other one? The other one is Buckbeak in Harry Potter, the Hippogriff. Oh, that's a good that's one. That's a great Nobody's one. picked that one yet. That's a really great one. I think that one would be, he would be so cool. And then I would also have, you know, part bird too there. Then he problems came up he could go ahead and use that beak to eliminate all appending foes it would be a great great ride or all students that are giving you trouble uh well that's true too (laughs) all all depending that's right but yeah i wanted to fly and i thought oh pegasus you know that's kind of old school now let's get hip and modern with the course that can fly well that's true and we just you know because harry potter runs endlessly on tv uh we just saw that one uh, over the weekend so i was it's fresh in my mind it's one of my favorite one of the movies actually it's, it's a good one well now uh we are going to let's see here where we're at in the lineup i lost track of time we have a couple of callers you want to take a couple of callers before we get on your first guest Oh, I would love that. And we have Richard Schrake coming up. Of course, everybody knows knows who he is. And then, of course, Patty Colbert, who uh, started the Mustang Heritage Foundation and is creator of the Extreme Mustang Makeover. Excited to hear from her as well. We have more voicemails and a lot more coming up. If you want to call in for your chance to win, 435-272-1997. We have Corinna on here. Merry Christmas, Corinna. Merry Christmas. Thank you for calling. So, so, sounds like you're riding. Are you okay? Are you... Uh, yes, I'm walking, actually. <laughs> I thought you were riding. <laughs> we, I was waiting for the hoofbeats or, or for falling off. One or the other. Oh, right? I wish. <laughs> yeah. I wish I was riding, but I'm working and taking a break. Oh, there you go. You know, a lot of people are listening at work. I'm getting a lot of messages. So, just... Uh, uh, good. I hope I hope you all stay safe, and when you see the bosses coming, turn us off. All right, hit that quick button to hide the screen. <laughs> yeah, Corinna, yeah. what uh, what's your fantasy ride? My fantasy ride is actually a horse I used to own in 1987. He was a he was a big Appaloosa gelding who could do anything, and uh, right now I have an off the track thoroughbred who I'm attempting to get to do something. Um, so right now I really miss uh, my old uh, Prince uh, Appaloosa Gelding. Oh, that's so sweet. That's a great I love one. that. Corinna, this is Christy. I used to own um, an Appaloosa years ago, and I have another one now. I like my Appies, too. They can do a bunch of things, can't they? Yes. Yeah, he was great. He was great with paddles. 
he was great under, uh, you know, English doing, uh, you know, small jumps and stuff like that. Great on the trail. He was fantastic. I think, too, you don't realize how lucky you are to have a horse like that when you actively have them. As when they, you know, you move on to the next one or the, they get old and you realize how wonderful they really were and how maybe was your horse of a lifetime. Yeah, he could have been. And I'm hoping this uh, off-the-track thoroughbred I have, hopefully he can heal from some of the um, abuse or uh, just mistreatment that he had on the track and yeah. um, maybe start trusting people again. Well, I'm sure you can do that. I'm sure you can get him to, to All right. trust you. Thank you, Corinna. Appreciate you calling in. Thank you. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Jeez, I hope she makes it through that walk. Uh, that, <laughs> I'm a little worried about her there. She must be up north where it's like wind and cold. <laughs> well, we have uh, another caller here. Let's take uh, Randy Thompson. I know Randy. Hi, Randy Thompson. Hey, happy holidays, everybody. Happy holidays to you, Hi, too. Randy. Randy. Well, how have you guys been doing? I wanted to call. You said you needed some inspiration. You're getting tired, so I wanted to blow some inspiration. You're ready? You're ready? Because <laughs> you, you folks, all of you, I mean, Glenn, Jennifer, Christy, you inspire so many people in the horse world that it's our time to turn around and thank you for the difference you've made for everybody. Oh, that's sweet. Well, Randy, thank you so much. You do amazing stuff, too, and we're so excited that you're now a master instructor with us, just saying. Can't, can't help but go there. So glad you went oh. and took the course and got it done. Good for you. I'm proud to be associated with the Certified Horsemanship Association. No question about it. Well, congratulations. That's super. So, uh... Do you have a fantasy ride? Well, you know, I've been lucky in my life. I've pretty much ridden every fantasy horse that I could ever have dreamed of, and I know me, most people don't have that opportunity. But as I was listening to what other callers have been saying, I was thinking, you know, if I ever had a fantasy ride, it would have to be a magical horse, of course, that could take me back and forth through time or through other dimensions or wherever my thoughts take me. But I've always loved golden palominos, the metallic mm -hmm. kind, yeah. and, of course, the black and white, you know, the Appaloosas that are black with the beautiful blanket, near leopards, oh, with yeah. the blanket on the back, and spots. Yeah. so either one of those would work fine. I like your time travel idea. That's new. No one said that yet. That's a great idea. Well, you know, I'm a little bit out of the box. <laughs> that would be fun. <laughs> so I'm comfortable with that process. But yes, I think that would be great. And of course, it would have to be comfortable to ride and easy to influence. And safe and sound and sensible, yeah. all that other kind of good stuff that we all value nowadays. Exactly. Well, well, that's what I keep saying. It's a fantasy. So in the fantasy, you can't fall off. You cannot get hurt. They're not Fantasy horses are not allowed to buck you off. I'm liking this world, by the <laughs> way, Randy. <laughs> I'm really liking this world. <laughs> <laughs> my yes, body parts yes, appreciate yes, it yes. <laughs> Randy thank you for calling we have to run to our guest we appreciate you uh, chatting with us Merry Christmas Merry Christmas to you too alright uh, uh, Wendy tell us who is our sponsor for the whole Radiothon alright it's Weatherbeater I 
I can't tell you how much I need these blankets now. We're in hour six. I knew I needed them this morning, but I need them even more now. So have you ever had a horse who lost their hair on their withers due to blanket rubbing? Answer for me is yes. These are designed with comfort in mind. The Weatherbeta Comfortech range features new memory foam wither relief padding. The memory foam contours to the horse's shape and lifts the blanket off the withers to reduce rubbing. This innovative feature can be found in the Weatherbeta Comfortech Ultra Cozy Premier Thinsulate Premier Trio Premier Free and Comfortech Plus Dynamic Blankets. To learn more, visit weatherbeta.com slash comfortech. And stay tuned next hour for more highlights of the Comfortech range, new from Weatherbeater for winter 2016. And Krista, your guest is ready. So excited to welcome Richard Schrake on to the Holiday Radiothon today. He's been an icon in the horse industry for over 45 years. He teaches his resistance-free and riding and training methods through clinics all over the U.S and has been active as a judge in many different breed associations. I actually had the pleasure of riding with Richard in one of his clinics, and I loved it. Hi, Richard. How are you today? Oh, Christy, how are you? What a pleasure and honor to be on with you and Glenn and Wendy. Uh, sounds like you're having a big time and a lot of fun. It's been a good day. So far, so good. So I know that we chatted ahead of time and that you have a fantasy ride for us and you also have a holiday experience to share. So let's go ahead and start with your uh, fantasy ride, Richard. What horse would it be? Well, you know, this will really surprise you, uh, Christy, because, of course, I've been in the quarter horse in the western end of our industry for so long, most of my life. And... uh, this kind of goes back a little bit, and uh, I can remember when, gosh, even in the 70s, uh, I had the great honor of judging Indio, California, which is an open horse show. And, wow, it was such an experience because I was exposed to some great horsemen and great horses. And one of them was a great horseman called Don Harris, who was just a legend in the gated horse field. And, uh, gosh, this goes way back to, like, 1972. He was so inspiring and so excited about, uh, you know, you sit in that judge's stand and, and to listen to him get, come back and just have the passion about the different horses that he judged. And he would always refer back to a, uh, a horse that he'd been around in his, uh, in his youth called wing commander and, uh, unbelievable. Bread, and right? so wing anyway, commander. he's like yeah. the basis of the Dutch yeah, harness horse breeding. Uh, I'm, yeah, and and he planted that seed in my mind, and uh, it was just fun because right there, you know, guys, I get to watch, uh, stand right next to uh, people like Gene Lewis and watching ride back then, jump some six-foot oxers that were just unbelievable and feel the power of the horses. So that was quite an experience and quite a seed planting. And then later on, I happened to be at William Woods doing a clinic with Gail Lampy. And Gail had an old five-gated horse uh, that she had won the world on uh, as an amateur horse. And uh, she said, Richard, get on this horse. And, boy, I got on him, and he slow-gated. And then when he hit that rack, oh, my God, uh, what a feeling. It was like one of my rainers sliding 30 feet. (laughs) And when I got off, she says, Richard, she said, you rode that horse like like he was wing commander. And uh, so all of my life I've kind of thought, you know, there was never a horse I would like to get on, 
it'd probably be him because it was such a great thrill, you know, and uh, I think people need to think outside the box sometime and we get on our horses in our own discipline and uh, that that was a thrill back there at William Woods uh, with Gail Lampy. So he'd probably be the one. I, I've had some great horses and, uh, you know, it's kind of like your kids. Uh, one of the things that uh, you don't want to do is tell one you love one more than the other. But, uh, gosh, I've had horses that have made me look so good throughout my career that uh, I, I just was lucky to be able to be a part of their lives, uh, like Charlie Wood and uh, Poco Spitfire, uh, Dondi's Fame, Ryan Lee Reed. They were great horses, made me look so good, and uh, I just owe them a lot, too. So, uh, uh, anyway, how about... How about uh, talk to me a little bit about what you all have going on and uh, over your holidays for you. I know, Chris, you've got a family. and Yeah, well, you know how you like just you... said, Richard, you cracked me up a little bit when you just said um, you can't like one kid more than the other, and especially when you have both of the same sex. You know, I've got two boys, right? So yes, They already yes. compare each other so much constantly. So, yeah, even though the horses don't understand when we say, oh, we like one better than the other, I think they can feel it when we ride them and hang out with them, right? So we really oh, have to no make question. sure to not do that. So I don't think I you should that. feel Amen. guilty. I don't think you should feel guilty about having one favorite horse. I do. And the others just have to be his accessories. I call his other ones the My Pretty Pony accessories. And that's just how it is. <laughs> well, that's okay. Yeah, yeah. And uh, but you know, I think we're also blessed to have these horses come into our lives. And uh, even the ones, you know, uh, gosh, I look back early in my career, and there's a lot of horses I owe apologies to. You know that uh, I probably now, if I knew what I did then, or I know now what I did, or what's, what am I trying to say here? I guess it's. If you knew then what you know, you know now. If I knew then yeah. what I know yeah. now. There we go. <laughs> I feel the same way. That's uh, how I I'd know have, that I'd have been a lot different owner and rider. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, but that's true of everything, so right, Richard? Richard, in life? Isn't that true of everything? <laughs> yeah, I would have done a lot of things Oh, no question. Then. Yeah, like buy no Apple question. stock at $30. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, and I want to wish you guys uh, a really... Uh, and all your listeners and your guests, that sounds like so much fun you're having. This is your second annual radio network holiday radiothon. Yeah, we had uh, we had so many so, listeners uh, last time. We thought we'd do it again. So, uh, uh, oh. and we have a lot of people. I'm just watching the comments coming in from the listeners and the auditors in the auditor room. And uh, there's a lot of people either getting trouble at work right now or have taken off the day and are listening. So. Uh, <laughs> well, great, Richard. We met. Well, to say that you've got a million and a half Facebook people, and uh, wow, that's just incredible to have that kind of uh, uh, audience out there. Well, we so have congratulations. a little. We have a little help from some terrific uh, guests today. So, Richard, we met for the first time. I don't know if you're going to remember this at the World Equestrian Games back in 2010. Uh, you were there. We were set up at the one venue, and that's when we were babies. We were just starting out at the Horse Radio Network, and we met you that way, way back then. That was the first time I'd ever met you. And, you know, I do remember that. That was such a great time. Uh, the, the whole event was such a special time. It was uh, to see the horses, and I can remember over there, oh, gosh, we were a 1,000 oh, yards away from the main arena, and... Uh, a couple goes that were gone, you know, horses that had just had great rides over there. And you could feel the energy from the audience coming over. 
and then for you all to be able to be there and do that live, that had to be a thrill too. So, uh, yeah, are we, we to, lucky? We get we to are, do it again. We are lucky soon. <laughs> and Glenn, I want to share my, since you got to share when you first met Richard, I got to meet Richard when he came out and did a clinic at a barn where I was an instructor and it was at an at-risk youth farm. And you remember my boys. I called them my oh. boys. I had a bunch yeah. of boys from um, a program here in Denver called Rites of Passage. And they yes. all wanted to watch Miss C ride. So Richard gets me out there on my uh, Appaloosa Thoroughbred chip and takes his bridle off in the round pen and proceeds to have me close <laughs> my eyes. And I walk jogged and loped and even rolled back with my eyes I remember that, Chris. On this yes. Very hot horse. And you remember what my boys said afterwards? They're like, wow, Miss C, you can ride. So thanks for making me look good, Richard. <laughs> Well, I'll tell you, you had the confidence, and I always say, you know, never ask your students something uh, that they can't do, and I knew you could, and I knew this horse and you were a combination, and so, you know, just go to the edge, and uh, you did it well, and uh, it was impressive. I, I can remember that. I'm seeing it in my mind right now. Well, one of those young men, Richard, that was there that day that was one of my students, he ended up becoming a colt starter for Aaron Ralston. Wow. I know. The famous trainer, right? And so he ended up really becoming a horseman in his own right, and now he lives in Nebraska and trains cutting and reining horses. So we all start somewhere, you know? So how cool is that? Oh, that is really cool. And, you know, Christy, one of the things that I think we all just are so blessed is be able to be a part of people's lives like that as coaches. You know, whether we're giving them their first ride, uh, we're helping them, you know, just gain their confidence, uh, uh, gosh, I had a lady the other day that was in one of my seminars was 84 and, uh, she'd lost her confidence and to see on the second day her come back. And she says, I felt like I was 16 again. And just to be a part of that teaching experience. Wow. Uh, it, I get goosebumps every time those things happen, even now at 72. Absolutely. So, Richard, I know you said that you had a holiday moment that you wanted to share. What is your special holiday moment? Oh, well, this goes back a long time again. Uh, I ran a public training stable called Horsemanship West, Christy, uh, uh, in Oregon City, Oregon, uh, for about 30 years. And one of the things we did every year, we, of course, had our uh, Christmas party, and then we had stall decorations. And I will never forget one Christmas, um, I had a young rider, Kanoi Durden. She was like 11 years old. Just just a, a, had more energy than uh, three circus trick dogs. I mean, she just uh, uh, would bounce off the walls with the excitement about the horses. And her parents, God bless them, I found a horse that, you know, could just take that energy that Kanoi had and channeling into him because he was kind of a he was kind of a hard horse, but he needed time. And I just thought, boy, what a combination! And the Durden family says, you know, let's if there's a way we'd like to buy this horse. And I thought, whoa, what a what a perfect match! And Kanoi's uh, mother was from Hawaii, uh, Lady Durden, and so she decorated the stall. And to go about five days there with the stall decorations up. And knowing Kanoi didn't know that this was going to be her horse. And uh, that was kind of hard to do, but it was a special Christmas, especially when her dad, uh, Scott Durden, was, uh, uh, he actually was the dean of students at uh, Portland State. 
So here's this very professor, academic guy, in the middle of our Christmas party. He snuck out, and he takes this old horse, or old horse, he was a great horse, young horse then, called Flagbar, puts on a Christmas Santa Claus costume, and to watch Kanoe's reactions when her dad, this academic, very professional professor, Dean, you know, walks this horse into the ring, and what a surprise. <laughs> and those are moments, you know, you never forget. And uh, to I see her family that. support her. It's, it was great. And uh, those Christmas parties were fun because, uh, you know, the kids had a, fun, a lot of fun uh, with the stall decorations. And then, uh, and then it was a great pleasure to watch Kanoi take this horse and know that the verification of her combination with him was so on target because she went on to, uh, oh gosh, be a top 10 at the youth world. And when, Cal Palace, uh, Santa Barbara, some great, great shows. And that was just what a great feeling as a coach to to be a part of that whole journey, you know, and just see them do so well and verify that, that it all happened. We're pretty lucky, Chris. And We are, Richard. And I'll tell you something. I so appreciate you being on during our Certified Horsemanship Association Hour. Thank you again for being willing to be a guest today. Well, wow. Yeah. And, uh, Wendy, I do remember uh, your radio show there, and uh, keep up the good work, and Glenn, both, all of you. Yeah, thanks for listening. Uh, And, you know, well, and, you know, uh, I think what I'd just like to wrap it up with is, uh, you know, a happy, happy, blessed Christmas for all of you. You know, these are great holidays, your guests and the many people that are listening. And I think... uh, if we could always remember that Christmas is supposed to be, you know, really about the simple things and, uh, our faith, uh, our love and love of family and hope is so important. Even today's, you know, we got a really, a, a hard, hard outside society here, you know, with a crazy, crazy, crazy world go on, but, uh, we've just got to keep in our minds that the most precious thing of all is our family and our faith and, uh, our, our love for others. So, Amen, Richard. I can kind of leave you with that. Amen. I agree. That's why we're doing this day, Thank is you. you forget about the world and just think about horses and fun. That Richard, what's your website? Yes. Real yeah. quick. What's your website? Keep it simple. Yeah, uh, richardshrake.com. It's uh, R-I-C-H-A-R-D-S-H-R-A-K-E. We'll see. Thank you, Richard. Merry Christmas. Oh, and thank thank you you guys. You're doing a wonderful job. Thank you. Thank you. Take care. Bye-bye. You have reached the Horse Radio Network voicemail line. Please leave your voicemail after the tone. Hi, I'm Chris Duggan, founder of Equestrian Collections. Some of my... most favorite holiday things are the Little Drummer Boy, Silent Night, and the Budweiser horses throwing snowballs. Now, you can't beat that. Enjoy these voicemails brought to you by Equestrian Collections. Hi, everyone. I am Sandy Rostanis from Pennsylvania. There once was a geek named Glenn who married a riding coach, Jen. From the stable they scoop, much more than poop. Who would have guessed the outcome back then? Educate, enlighten, entertain, from sheaves to pulling a mane, reviewing tack that is newer or fancy forks for manure, 
your enthusiasm doesn't wane. Providing advice from training masters through our horsey disasters. Jamie and the auditors sharing their saddle sores. You have become our friends, dear podcasters. I guarantee I'm not feeding baloney. Instead, sugar plums to equine, fat or bony. Horse radio I call to say blessed Christmas one and all as I jingle the bells on my pony. Merry Christmas, Horse Radio Network. This is Sandy from outside of Pittsburgh, and I'm happy to say that I own my fantasy rides to Guy, a Tricaner, and Levi, an off-track thoroughbred. Hi, Horse Radio Network. This is Hillary Borneman calling from New Jersey. I wanted to wish you all happy Radiothon and answer the big question for this year as far as what your fantasy horse to ride would be. Um, for me, that would be Easy Goer. In 1989, he went up against Sunday Silence for the Derby Preakness in Belmont, and it was one of those amazing rivalries. And Easy Goer was just the one that completely captured my attention. And I guess you could say he was my first famous horsey crush. Um, but yes, it would be definitely be him. He is one of the only horses to run uh, faster than Secretariat. I believe he still holds the record for the fastest dirt mile. So put me down for easy goer. And uh, I want to wish you guys a very happy Radiothon and happy holidays. Hi, Horse Radio Network. This is Jacqueline Burke from Mount Airy, Maryland. Just wanted to call and wish everybody a Merry Christmas and happy holidays. Um, I can no longer sing anymore. So figured I would talk about my uh, fantasy ride. So being an event rider, uh, I think I can't just pick one horse. So I figured I'd pick three. Um, so for dressage, I think that's an easy one. Everybody wants to li- ride Vallegro, although I'm not sure I actually could. Um, and for cross country, I would love to take a ride on Libby Heed's Sir Rockstar. He's just a fantastic looking jumper. And uh, ultimately for show jumping, would love to sit on Gem Twist on maybe you know, get over my fear of jumping a, a Grand Prix show jump course. So hope everybody has a great holiday and thank you guys for all you do. Merry Christmas. Hello, Glenn and Jen. I'm calling to say which horse I would ride on Christmas Day. There's Voltaire, Allegro, or Seldom Seen. How about Snowman, Gem Twist, or one that belongs to the Queen? What about Secretariat, Sea Biscuit, Man of War, American Pharaoh, Oh, the great thoroughbreds, there's so many more. How about a movie horse like Trigger or Bullet? Joey, Mr. Ed, or Maximus might do it. When I look in my heart, I choose my own little paint. He's everything to me, although far from a saint. This hardy South Dakota Mustang, many miles we have covered. My Christmas Day ride is my own horse, I've discovered. Merry Christmas to all from Terry Emmett, Auditor from New York. This is Jody from Ohio. Um, my fantasy ride actually would be my very first horse. Um, I nicknamed her Spot. She was a solid black Appaloosa. And I got her at six months old, and she was my training colt at Meredith Manor and went on to be my staff horse while I was there as well. And that horse is just wonderful. And she used to nicker every time she heard my voice. Um, I could be outside a building, and as soon as she heard me talking, she'd start nickering and talking. And she was just the sweetest, nicest horse. I really miss her, and uh, I would really love to have one more ride. 
Hi, this is Katie in Renegade Equine calling to wish everyone a happy holidays. My fantasy ride would be my own horse, Ayla. She was diagnosed with DSLD about seven years ago, and we haven't gotten to ride together since. So although we have made many beautiful memories together on the ground, it would just be wonderful to ride her again one last time. I hope everyone's having a great day and happy holidays and Merry Christmas. All right, with apologies to Rudolph, here we go. You know Danik and Klausi and Famka and Froki, Hollis, Serena and Finn and Barantia, but do you recall the most famous Frisian of all? And I don't mean Frederick the Great. It's Wooter, the red-nosed Frisian, had a very shiny nose. And if you ever saw it, you would even say it glows. All of the other Frisians used to laugh and call him names. They never let poor Wooter join in any Frisian games. Then one foggy Christmas Eve, Santa came to say, Wooter with your nose so bright, won't you guide my sleigh tonight? Then all the Frisians loved him, as they shouted out with glee, Wooter the red-nosed Frisian, you'll go down in history. Happy holidays, everyone, from all the Frisians at Mountain View, especially Wooter Van Zampat. So it's the holidays. Check out Equestrian Collections Gift Guide at equestriancollections.com slash holiday guide. Check out the huge selection of great gifts like briar horses, barns, and holiday ornaments at equestriancollections.com slash holiday guide. And while you're there, grab a coupon or enter to win great gifts like a beautiful briar barn with a cupola and you'll lighten Santa's load. Be a savvy shopper and always gift in style with equestriancollections.com slash holiday guide. That's right, equestriancollections.com slash holiday guide. So Patty Colbert helped start the Mustang Heritage Foundation and created and launched the Extreme Mustang Makeover event that most people have heard of. She is the winner of the American Horse Publications Equine Visionary Award and recently worked with the American Horse Council to create Time to Ride. Those are the folks that do the National 100-Day Horse Challenge, designed to connect the newcomers to horses to grow our industry. Hello, Patty. Welcome. Hey, Christy. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? Well, I'm good. I've been listening um, to the radio show while I was waiting and all these incredible, crazy horse people singing and writing poems and uh, testifying about their dream situation with their horse that they could pick and ride. It's been quite entertaining. Patty, it makes us look bad. They are it makes us fun. look like we have no talent at all, Patty. It's like... <laughs> <laughs> oh, well... <laughs> I was very impressed listening to them all. And I thought, you know, also their bravery. There's a lot of really brave, extroverted, fun people, I think, that call into the show, Glenn, because, oh, boy, 
I was pretty impressed by all that. You never heard Good me stuff. sing on this show, and I've done 5,000 episodes, and you won't hear me sing. So, yes, I give them the credit for their bravery. <laughs> <laughs> so, Patty, do you have a song for us today? You're, you're all ready to sing? Oh, no, honey. Oh, she didn't tell you? would turn off ah, so fast. Christy. You, know, you, would, you would see a dive in it. <laughs> I don't know. I think there has to be a song in Patty somewhere. Maybe, maybe one day in the future, we'll we'll get that out of her. <laughs> yeah, don't count on it. <laughs> <laughs> so, in the meantime, Patty, all these fantasy horses. Do you have some fantasy horses that you would like to ride? Well, yes, of course. Being a kid of the suburbs that had absolutely no connection to equine. I didn't have a family member or a stable nearby or anything like that. And, um, being a child in the fifties, you know, Roy and Dale and Flicka and Fury were our dream horses and have continued to really stay that way. I think for myself and so many of the boomers, which not knowing your radio demographic, but I would assume that you do have a lot of, um, 50 to 70 to 80 year old women that are uh, enjoying your show. But we grew up on Roy and Dale and, and uh, trigger and buttermilk. And I, um, I fantasized about that horse dreamed about him, um, knew that one day I was going to uh, find that horse or at least a replica of good old trigger. And one of the greatest moments of my adult life was about uh, 15 to 18 years ago, Dale Evans was inducted into the National Cowgirl Hall of Fame, and she physically came to the luncheon, to the induction luncheon, in a wheelchair, but she was vibrant and absolutely the same face, voice, and actions that we grew up with. And so I got to tell uh, Dale Evans that when I was six and seven years old, I would tell my mother that I was going to marry Trigger. And um, we had a great laugh. And and uh, that's just been one of the special special horses, special people, um, dreams that I still dream uh, about a great horse and a great family. Well, and the fact that you got to meet Dale and tell her that in person, how amazing is that? Yeah, full circle. One of those great to hair on the back of your neck kind of full circle moments. But, you know, those of us in the horse industry, we, we're so blessed. I mean, I really hope this season that um, all of us that are lucky enough to have horses in our lives realize just, you know, how, how grateful we need to be and how um, that this horse is a dream of so many people and yet we're lucky enough to lay hands on and and smell the smells and and you know enjoy and fight the good fight and work hard and do all the things that we get to do to be around horses but this season i mean if it isn't about gratitude it isn't about anything and um so and thank you guys for creating this format where people can really kind of share their moments and crazy thoughts and poetry and everything else so it's just uh, you're getting me in the spirit now. that's the I'm idea the Woohoo! that's what we're here yep. for that's what we're here for ho 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 <laughs> yeah 
Patty, can I jump in here quick? I have a question. You know, we talk, we talk a lot Absolutely. about Mustangs here on the shows because my co-host, Jamie, and uh, on the morning show that we do five days a week, has gotten two Mustangs from the prison program in Nevada. And she's now showing them and mm-hmm. doing fun things with them. And I really think this all comes back to you. I mean, I know, you know, the passion for Mustangs, but you started, you know, the founder of the Mustang Heritage Foundation and Extreme Mustang Makeover. What was your inspiration? You're the inspiration for so many others. What was your inspiration back then? What was the trigger moment? Well, just like Roy and Dale and the fact that I'm kind of a... Um, media junkie you know i'm kind of a pop culture follower because i think it speaks loudly about who we are i was a great fan uh of the of the extreme home makeover show that abc produced and and that's where it came from i mean i was i um i i was asked to a think tank with the uh beginning of the foundation and the blm and you know their ideas were to try to increase volunteer involvement, you know, do different things like that. But coming from a horse perspective, from a horse owner and a horse industry perspective, you know, I just thought, hey, man, you can't tell horse people anything. You've got to show them. You know, I mean, it's just like products and and uh, trained animals. I mean, you have to show people that, that this is what you can accomplish. So when I watched the Extreme Home Makeover, and I saw an undesirable property that had a terrific story because of the people that were involved with it and brought in professional home builders and remodelers. And in, I think it was a week's time, would change the whole perception of value and increase the storyline. I thought, damn, if we could do that with a horse, you know, by using professional people, take something that you think doesn't have any value, put, you know, 90 days or 100 days with it and come out with a larger perceived value because someone had taken the time to uh, to care and to put the work in that, you, you you know, you might really be able to turn something around. And, you know, by the grace of God and the universe and karma, it worked. And, um you know, my favorite story is that the first Mustang makeover, we were running like crazy and we had like 80 of the 100 horses come for the competition. And I was running from one end of the arena to the other. And at nine o'clock in the morning, when the show had just started, and I remember stopping and looking across the arena and thinking, who the heck are all those people? You know, there must be a circus or something going on somewhere and they're in the wrong place. But it was the public's <laughs> interest in the horse that brought, brought them all to come see these animals because of their, um, because of the fantasy of the picture that they had in their mind, as I did with trigger, made my, just got emotional. Anyway, we fulfilled a dream and they got to see a dream. And um, and we sold 250 T-shirts by 8.30 in the morning just because people <laughs> wanted a piece of it. So, um, you know, it's a great horse, a great story. It's a part of America, all the yada, yada, yada stuff. But it really takes the people. It takes, it takes the Roys and the Dales <laughs> that will commit to the animal and tell the animal's story. 
and then it makes for a tremendous partnership. I'll tell you all those things, the stories that you told me about some of those Mustang makeovers and what some of these uh, young trainers would have their horses do and just that commitment and just, like you said, making it have that energy and that fire so that it was not a circus. Mm -hmm. They were coming for your event, Patty. How cool is that? Well, good. Well, they were coming because our team and our, our board and, and the BLM agreed to provide them a platform. And, you know, when you take a community of um, of people that aren't necessarily the ones that are going to strive to go to the big and shiny shows, but they're, you know, but they're good horsemen and have good experience and you give them a platform uh, and, and they take hold of that and just appreciate it and, uh, you know, and just enjoy it. And it was just a joyous time for me. And I think has done great things for a great animal that needs our help. That definitely needs our help. You're absolutely right about that. So, Patty, looking back on um, your years in the horse industry and being a horse lover from way back, can you share a special holiday memory with us that involves the horse? Well, uh, probably goes back to my childhood when um, I was probably eight or nine years old. And as I said, I lived. I, I lived in the suburbs. My that was even before the Briar horses. My, you know, I had the little China horse collection, and my pasture was my shag carpet, and my mountains were my bedspread. And I lived the dream there. And come Christmas time, all of a sudden, my parents would not let us go downstairs in our split level house. And I knew in my heart of hearts that my mom and dad had gotten me a horse and that that horse was downstairs and that that's why I couldn't go downstairs. And, you know, they were keeping it a secret and my dream world just became richer and richer. And, uh, on Christmas morning, I remember running down the stairs and seeing a piano and have never been so brokenhearted <laughs> in my entire life that there was not a point oh. standing in the, you know, in the, uh, in, in our downstairs rec area and had to kind of learn at a very early age to, to slap a smiley face on and, and push through the fact that I did not have a horse. But it drove me from that point on. I was completely and totally driven that it would happen and, um, you know, and, and was blessed to uh, have my parents make me work very hard for um, for the opportunity to purchase a pony. And um, and so it was, you know, it's kind of a mixed blessing one, but it it drove me to be the person that I am. Did and, you, um, did you and, tell and, us? And, can, okay, yeah. I'm a pony lover, Patty. And, uh, yeah. so what was that pony? Your first one? My first pony was candy. He was a paint pony that, um, just, you know, did everything wrong, but <laughs> loved him to death, you know, <laughs> taught him how to do everything. And, and he still had, he has a picture right in the middle of, um, of my bookcase. And he is probably one of the most memorable equines of my life. And thank you 
for reminding me of him. Well, you know what? I would have been disappointed if you said he was the perfect little pony and he was an angel and he never bucked me off or anything because that's never the story. No. (laughs) No, it was never the story. And and he would, and you know, my mom was scared to death of him because one time, you know, I had taught him how, you know, you wrap a carrot up and you put it in a handkerchief and you put it in your back pocket and, you know, they pull it out and then the carrot's there. So, Boy, I, I only had to do that once with that sucker. And then from that point on, he bit everybody in the book. I mean, historically, you know, you would just have to say, watch out, because he's coming for your back pocket. But um, And it was, he was a great, he was just a great horse. Isn't it just awesome that we're blessed with all these incredible stories with our dogs and our cats and our horses and our kids and well, all that because life is just about a story. It's thanks to you that a lot of people are blessed with their stories with their Mustangs today. So thank you for doing what you do. I have a, a favor to ask. If you can hang around another couple minutes, will you pick our winners of our prizes this mu- or this hour? Whatever you need. Thank okay, you so good. much for having me. Well, Wendy's going to tell us about what the prizes are. And believe me, Patty, these are ones you're going to want anyway. So uh, go ahead, Wendy. All right. This hour, we're giving away a, a pair of Cavallo t- Trek hoof boots worth $170. Glenn and Jennifer use these boots all the time on Scooter and Nigel, and they're some of the most comfortable and longest-lasting boots on the market today. These boots work because they're easy to put on and off. They have all-terrain tread that maximizes that minimizes, sorry, buildup of mud, sand, and debris. They provide excellent traction while still allowing natural movement. The center of the outsole is recessed to minimize pressure, and the Cavallo Trek hoof boots have built-in sole relief and raised inner rim, and it takes pressure off the sole, bars, and frog. Cavallo's honeycomb design maximizes strength and minimizes weight for the comfortable performance your horse deserves. Visit CavalloInc.com for more information. And our second prize is thanks to Trafalgar Square for a copy of the book, The Riding Horse Repair Manual. Not the horse you want? Create him from what you have by Doug Payne, who will be on the final hour of Radiothon. Get your copy at horseandriderbooks.com. All right, very good. Wendy's going to look up what our numbers are to pick from. You know, Patty, we're giving away over $4,200 worth of prizes today. We have a big grand prize winner at the end of the day that's going to get some Weatherbeta products, is going to get, uh, is also going to get some products from Noble Outfitters and a year supply of Redmond Equine worth $1,500. So we have some big winners today. Great. Yeah, it is. So you can pick a number Mm -hmm. between one. And 231. One and 231. Well, I'm going to pick the ripe old age of 65. Uh, okay. That's me 65. and my... Uh, yep, that would it's be me. Mm-hmm. 65 is Elizabeth Harrison. Elizabeth Harrison, you have won the Cavallo Trek hoof boots, which you're going to love. They're worth $170 for a pair of those, and they'll make sure you get the size you need for your pony. And now we have the book, uh, The Riding Horse Repair Manual by Doug Payne. So you get to pick again, Patty. Okay, 250. 200. That is... 
Scary Doosler. Oh, Scary wins. That actually is what we call him. That is right. That oh, everybody calls him I Scary. Like, I hope no, I'm no, not. Oh, no, you got that right. It's not Scary. It's Scary. So, Scary, you won the book. So, congratulations. We appreciate uh, you being a listener to Horses in the Morning and the Horse Radio Network and all of our shows. Well, Patty, thank you so much for joining us today. It's been a pleasure. We haven't had the opportunity to meet yet, but hopefully someday we will. Give everybody a website or where they can find you, you and what you do. Well, if they'll go to timetoride.com, they'll find out all about the incredible programs that we're doing to create a platform for stable owners that want to work with newcomers and uh, can reach me there. But please go to timetoride.com. And um, and look for me on the staff, and, and I'll be happy to answer any more questions and wish everyone an incredible holiday season. Patty, before you go, I just looked at the call board, and there's a lot of calls on there, but I think we have Scary uh, just happened to call in, and I'm not making this up, and we did not plan this. Uh, scary, is that you? <laughs> yeah, Glenn, how are you doing today? Good. Congratulations on winning the book. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> you weren't even. You didn't even hear that part. <laughs> you, you, you can. Thank, I'm just like, well, I just get in the door and I've already won something. That's right. <laughs> that's right. Well, you can thank Patty Colbert for that because uh, she picked your number and you won the book, and then you're going to be in the entry for the grand prize at the end of the day again too. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> I got your number. Uh, yeah, Gary. you know. I got your number. Yeah. Well, I. What what number did I wind up being? Just curious. You were two fifty. Two hundred fifty. Two fifty. Yeah. Still two fifty. Yeah. <laughs> you probably yeah. Don't we're not going to go there. Scary. You don't look two fifty. No, either. you don't look two fifty. Oh. oh, thank you, thank you. I'm trying to keep up with the look. Two forty five, not two fifty. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You're close. Oh, two forty five. Oh, two forty. Are you kidding? Oh, okay. Scary. <laughs> I'm getting older every minute here. We have to wrap up the hour. I just thought I had to get you on because uh, because I saw you in there. But congratulations and thanks for calling and Merry Christmas. Okay. Well, you too, Glenn, and everyone at Horse Show Network. I mean, I want you guys to know just what a fantastic job you guys do. I mean, when it's a bad day, the greatest thing you can do is turn on the, you know, one of the cast. Well, thank you so much. We appreciate so. it. Well, Patty, thanks again. We that was coincidence. I did not plan that. So, <laughs> no, that's cool. Patty, All thanks cool. so much. Talk to you again soon. Thank Bye, you. Bye, bye. Bye, bye, Christy. Hey, Christy, thank you for joining us this hour. You can hear Christy once a month for the Certified Horsemanship Hour on Horses in the Morning. Just go to horsesinthemorning.com and search for Certified Horsemanship. Where can they find your information and the website there? If they go to chainstructors.com is the best place. And Glenn and Wendy and Jen, I think when you all come out next year to our 50th anniversary at the Kentucky Horse Park in October, you'll, you'll be able to meet Patty because I'm sure she'll come. Yay. So there you go. Hey, that'll, that'll be, be terrific. Fun. Well, we get to meet a lot of cool people because the cool people go to the CHA meeting. It'll be great fun. Everyone's invited. Thank you, Christy. Take care. Merry Christmas. Bye. Merry Christmas. Well, Wendy, that means that all mayhem is breaking loose in the next hour. Oh, that's right. I think a certain Pomeranian <laughs> will be joining us. It's Tigger and Patty in the Healthy Critters Hour. It's their first appearance also. They have some cool guests planned, and I think one of them might be a little dog. We'll be back. Uh-huh.